0: Uh, super stoked and very, very lucky now to be joined by one of our most talented uh, athletes well, for, <laughs> I want to say for not too long now, but the reality is she's been in our life for a long period of time despite her tender age. Um, Zoe sadowski Sinnet. what can you say? Another World Cup gold in the big air. Um, this time having to show a bit of resilience that we'll talk to Zoe about in just a second, but... I think this is what's quite incredible. Um, the podium streak now, which has seen her finish on the podium in every event she's dropped into for the past three seasons. It's consistency in a sport which is right there on the uh, the red line of what is possible. Zoe sadowski Senator. good morning to you. Thank you so much for taking some time to chat to us. You must be stoked with what went on up there in Canada. Yeah, good morning. Um, yeah,
1: I'm so happy. Well, It was my first comp of the season and after a big break of not competing, you never know how it's going to go. So, yeah, I just spoke to land.
0: I I just, I don't know how you managed to find consistency, as you say, in the first comp of the season and you had to do it the hard way a little bit. I mean, what is it about this last three or four years, including the, obviously, the Winter Olympics, a number of X Games, you just seem to be, so content and able to repeat these performances event after event?
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's such a hard question. And I don't even know the answer myself. Um, I'm just so grateful to be doing what I'm doing and I try to carry that, um, attitude into every comp that I do. And, um, regardless of the result, I'm just there to snowboard my best and, um, to have a good time and
0: represent new Zealand. so F- fair enough like it is a tough question i get that and it's the answer is probably about a, a hundred different little things that you do in your preparation <laughs> and, your, yeah. and your processes right I'm, I'm certain you won't be able to um piece it together or we'll point pinpoint just one thing hey t- talk to us about this event though because it, it looked like a, a really cool atmosphere in the dark there with the lights on there seemed to be some good crowd buzz what was it about
1: yeah for sure, um, the event was called the Style Experience in Edmonton and um, it was in a American football stadium um, that can seat like 50,000 people and we had uh, the scaffolding like peaking up above the stadium and we'd drop in and then hit the jump land in the middle of the like field pretty much <laughs> and um, it was pretty crazy, and for finals night, there was a, it was a whole, um, like, there was a concert going on, a rail jam on the other side of the stadium, and a bunch of people came out, so it was a really cool vibe, and um, I'm sure everyone had a good time, so. Oh,
0: I know you were right into the, uh, the FIFA Women's World Cup that was here in New Zealand. I'm just trying to picture a massive ramp in Eden Park.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Just picture that <laughs> with a bunch of snow around it. <laughs> Crazy. It's mad. And you, so you qualified okay. And, um, well, you actually didn't qualify okay. You qualified super. And then the the finals, the way it works. So explain this to us. So there's, you've got three runs, right? And you need to put two scores together. And do you have to spin each weight in two of those scores, two of your best three scores? Is that how it works? Yeah, so, yeah, three
1: runs. Um, have to put down two, they have to be two different tricks. So you have to be spinning different directions or, um, you know, like switch to the right or to the right. Both as two different directions. Um, But yeah, so I qualified in first, which meant that I dropped last in the order. And on my first round I fell, which meant that I had to learn my last two runs to be able to um, even get a score on the board and, end up on the podium so I was pretty stressed um, after that first run but you know I've been in that position before and I just had to trust that that I um, had what it took to um, put it down and just stay focused.
0: So this is the switch backside 1260 with the tail grab right and and this is the one you, you went down on and then you went back up there and you stomped the second, your second run which was the same trick yeah, which is... Like, the, the mental fortitude, I mean, you said you were stressed. How do you, and, like, what's your process to get the clarity and also the bravery to get up there and um, just go, I'm going to just go it again and, and know that I can land it?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, it's crazy. I've only actually done that trick twice before. And so after falling on it again, which I've done before, I was just really fired up to be able to land it and put it down when it mattered but um, yeah I can't I can't even explain to you like the things that run through your mind after that first run when it doesn't go well and you just have to reel it in and stay focused
0: okay I got a couple of questions I find this really interesting Zoe like do you have different scenarios and different tricks for different scenarios say say you don't Land that first run Do you and your coach talk about what you're going to do In your second run or do you always Know you're just going to try again get your big Big meaty score which it absolutely Was 97.25 on there Or was there any thought of maybe Going to another trick
1: Um No nah, not for me I like had the plan In my head I wanted to do the switch Back 12 and then Do a back 10 and then be able To on my third run If I'd gotten those two good your backside twelve sixty. Yeah, and so um, you know, like you always go into the comp kind of with an idea, like before you go into finals, of exactly what your three trips are going to be, um, and leaving room to be able to build on that. Uh, but yeah, sometimes it doesn't always go as planned, and you just have to like roll with the punches and stick to the plan.
0: I, I mean, the look on your face when you stomped it. When you went back and you did it, the look on your face like that's one of my favorite highlights for the whole of twenty twenty three. I reckon it's like pure joy and ecstasy. (laughs) Probably a a little bit of like, oh my god, I can't believe I did it. Um, (laughs) Is that is that relief? Is it like excitement? What is it when you land?
1: Um, It's both. It's excitement, relief, and stoked. And um, you know, you just stoked to like land on your feet and be able to ride away. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's no, there's honestly no other feeling like it. Like putting down a a trick that you've worked so hard to be able to do, and then landing it in competition. It's got to be one of the best feelings ever.
0: I don't blame you for not being able to explain, you know, what's going through your head when you go back up there after after not sticking it. But what can you give us a bit of an insight into the work you do uh, when you're not on the mountain to? have that mental clarity, do you do you have a mental skills coach, do you work on meditation, is there anything that you've started doing or have been doing that has helped on, on that side, like the mental skills side of what you do, because the, the physical stuff's freakish, we see that, but we probably don't really realise how much you work on the um, internal side of your sport Yeah for sure, um, yeah over the
1: years I've um, worked with sports psychologists and um, for me, it just seems like I've kind of found what makes me tick, and I've kind of stuck to that. And you never know um, coming into the next season exactly how your like mental strength is going to be because yeah, you really n- never know how it's going to go. You've got these new tricks that you want to learn and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, for me, I just like try to stay calm and. I've done a lot of breathing work and working mm. on um, heart rate. I think that's the main thing for me that helps.
0: Random you say that because I just watched a 60 Minutes interview with Novak Djokovic and talking about like uh, nasal breathing and the way you can get clarity literally from only like three really deep clear breaths. It, it, um, it's quite interesting, eh? Different techniques for different people, but I'm sure a lot of it translates across different sport. Hey, you Yeah. Yeah, it's it really does interest me. You guys have got a pretty good camaraderie out there. Like Mia Brooks, um, Anna Gasser ended up back on the podium. You all guys you, you share I mean it's one of the most amazing things about snow sport, I reckon you guys share the stoke for each other. Is it is it changing at all? Like, you're getting a little bit older. Is the dynamic on, on tour when it, you get up there for the North American winter, Is it changed at all? Or is it all just the same? Everyone's just the same old and it's just happy, happy, like, most of the time?
1: Um, um, yeah, it's a funny one. Like, I'm 22 now, and so I've been doing this for like six or seven years. And so I've seen um, other athletes come and go, and um, the yeah. veterans, everyone I, I have looked up to who um, are really no longer there and now I'm in this position where like I've been there for a while and I have this experience but you don't really like to look at it like that and all the girls who come through um, have such awesome stories about how they started snowboarding, how they got into competing and um, they all work so hard so like at a competition when you're riding with everyone of course you want to do well yourself but um you can never control you can only control what you're doing, you can never control what anyone else is doing. So you, you're just so spoke to them when they um, when they land their stuff regardless of how how it goes for you. So I think that's what um, makes it so awesome a camaraderie that we have in women's snowboarding. Um and yeah, it's real exciting going into this season, like meeting up with everyone again and um, see how hard everyone's been working off
0: season. So, yeah, it's amazing. You're like the you're the youngest veteran in any sport ever. You know, 22 and six <laughs> six, six, six years on tour, and have seen people come and go. It is quite crazy. Um, it's, it's when you put it like that. So you've got the Grand Prix right at Copper Mountain. I, I assume you're you're probably in the states at the moment um, this weekend. So you just go straight into another event keeping, obviously try to keep that momentum so you just got the big year this weekend, is that right Zoe?
1: Yeah, I actually had my first practice today and we have qualified in two days um, but yeah, I hope to keep the momentum going um, it's a different jump, uh, we're in America now so um, yeah, I just hope for the best and um, yeah, pretty keen to get back to New Zealand for Christmas afterwards as well
0: Oh nice. Yeah, that's great. It's um I'm in Christchurch and it's absolutely hosing down. So you're not missing anything at, at the second. Oh. Would we expect oh, no. <laughs> would we expect to see that switch backside twelve sixty tail grab again this weekend are you gonna back it straight up?
1: I really, really hope so. That's the plan. Oh. That'd be awesome.
0: Okay. Well we're hoping so too. We'll be watching. If that if that happens, we know it's going well. Thanks so much for your time. You're always really good with your time. Pal, um congratulations oh, again. Yeah. And hopefully this weekend goes great.
1: Thank you so much. Good to chat.